Yo, yo, first podcast episode of 2020, and it's going to be a little bit different because I am getting back on the bodybuilding stage. I have committed to this 100% mentally, um, spoke about it with a lot of people. It's happening. Getting back on stage, season B this year, um, 2020. So natural bodybuilding is what I do, as well as drug-tested powerlifting, and I've had this conversation with a few different people over the years and a little bit more recently as well with some competitors and I decided I would do an episode on this I guess before I have an emotional connection and commitment to competing Uh, you know I wouldn't do a podcast like this during prep at a time where I might be uh, you know comparing myself to others or you know wanting to win obviously and look my best and then kind of feel like the playing field isn't equal or fair so this topic I guess I'll probably call it what is natural or something similar to that um, is around physique competitions which are drug tested so there are some which are not drug tested Uh, there are some organizations which are basically all about fitness and fashion and are not a sporting event therefore there is no drug testing involved and there are other bodybuilding competitions which are real competitions, uh, sporting events, I guess you could say, but they just don't get drug tested. And basically you can take whatever you want to present the best physique possible. And it's an even playing field because everyone has access, I guess, to whatever may or may not help them on their quest to build muscle, drop body fat, or maintain their lean mass, drop body fat, and do it in a most optimal way possible, Um, you know, as well as considering their health to a degree as well potentially but anyways what is natural so natural bodybuilding is a drug tested sport just like powerlifting with certain organizations again uh, the one that i do i get drug tested i've been drug tested multiple times as a bodybuilder and a powerlifter which is always a very interesting situation because i guess you have to go and get your license your driver's license to prove that you are who you say you are and then they give you like a little bottle and um, or like a jar type thing and there'll be someone that will accompany you to the bathroom and literally watch you like as close like as close as possible like even like within a half a meter of you and they need to see you the whole time peeing into this little glass container and um, I'm pretty sure they have two samples from memory but uh, basically they watch you it's very very weird situation however what i will say is that i've actually watched a mike tyson interview one time and he said that they actually had this thing where you could have a fake penis pretty much and it's connected to a tube and you could use someone else's urine urine um to get past drug tests uh, for whatever reason whether it might be from you know performance enhancing drugs or marijuana or whatever it might be which comes up on a drug test uh, there was that's pretty much what they were doing back in the day so that was directly from Mike Tyson so there's it's quite common for people to cheat drug tests and I guess that's why they actually you know watch you like a hawk and they're so close and get in your personal space but anyways what is natural is rarely a personal opinion uh, depending on who you talk to and I guess there are many different uh, ways you could perceive someone as a natural athlete 
and it's a good discussion I think it's good for people to be aware that uh, you know first of all don't expect certain results that other people are achieving if they are actually enhanced and you are not because straight away they have an advantage I would say from my personal opinion that if you have access to performance enhancing drugs good quality nutrition and training you're generally going to get a better outcome than someone who has access to only the good quality training and nutrition or good quality nutrition and training so if there's no perform performance enhancing drugs if there's pretty much creatine versus some kind of testosterone boosting uh, drug obviously that second one is going to get you a better outcome in most cases if not all cases there are some natural athletes like you know actually natural who look much better than people who are enhanced and have more lean mass and maybe have more strength too and when you find out a bit more about them you find out that they've been training or lifting uh, and eating well for many 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 years generally 10 years plus and the person that you know is comparing them who is enhanced maybe he's only been training for a couple of years so it's quite common for people to look at uh, you know myself I guess I'll just use me as, as an example and compare themselves to me because they're on a cycle right now and they're not as big or they're not as strong or they're not as lean or whatever it might be but they're kind of new to the game of bodybuilding or weight training you know the bodybuilding lifestyle they still don't understand nutrition they don't understand proper programming and sleep and recovery and all this all these things right um, and they also lack experience and time so you can't buy time you can definitely buy performance enhancing drugs but you can't buy time and in most cases somebody's one to two years of you know anabolic steroid use or whatever it might be compared to another person's you know 15 years or 16 years of weight training consistently there's going to be a noticeable difference in physique development and you know I guess just the, the, act, the general nature of the lifestyle anyone that has more experience is generally going to have a better outcome than someone who's got little to no experience uh, in that circumstance so while you know generally you're going to see people who are enhanced get better outcomes time is also something that you need to consider as well and uh, a lot of the time you'll see a natural athlete get some great results you know over the first you know five six maybe seven or eight years and then they kind of just stay where they are in terms of size and they start to refine things you don't really see continual progression because they are kind of limited to their you know genetic potential and uh, you know their natural efforts the natural limits but anyways what is natural essentially if you pass a drug test you are considered drug-free therefore you are considered natural so if you compete in a bodybuilding competition which is drug tested and you get tested and you pass the test you've passed the test therefore you are drug-free therefore you are natural now that doesn't always mean that that person isn't taking other drugs that aren't tested for that doesn't always mean that that person has been drug-free for life there's a lot of different things that come into it so I guess when you think about the different opinions of what a natural bodybuilder or a natural athlete might be for some people it's simply if you pass the test you're natural uh, if you don't even get drug tested at all then hey you're natural you know it's an assumption um, for some people it's a matter of hey, I stopped taking performance-enhancing drugs, you know, two years ago or six months ago or 
you know, five years ago and now I'm natural and I want to compete as a natural athlete, they are able to do that because they will pass the drug tests. Uh, other people might look at it as they only use performance enhancing drugs during the off season and then during a contest prep, they go off everything and uh, they pass the test, therefore they're natural. Others might, you know, use performance enhancing drugs throughout the whole, most of the contest prep and, you know, then use other drugs to kind of, you know, counteract that or hide that or take, stop taking it at a certain time so, you know, their system is clear of it, um, do whatever they need to do like Olympic athletes would do, and again, pass the drug test, which then deems them as natural. Uh, Other people might, you know, take things that are available at supplement stores, which are not always, um, you know, natural. There are definitely some things out there like pro-hormones, peptides, things like that, SARMs, which are not deemed natural. However, people do get away with, or they believe it's okay because it's available on a shelf. Uh, you know, which is generally not something that stays around. Uh, a lot of these supplements on the market that, you know, are a little bit gray area, they tend to kind of go away after some time. Uh, but some people will j- definitely jump on the opportunity to use that stuff while it's still, you know, not banned. And based on that, they believe that they are still a natural athlete. And again, if they pass a drug test, then they're deemed natural. Uh, others, um, I guess, take things that aren't tested for. So, there are definitely some drugs out there which could aid in, you know, performance and recovery or fat loss, etc. And they're not on the drug tested list. Uh, so therefore, because it's not something that's tested for, they can continue to take it. It's not against the rules because, you know, according to uh, the rules, I guess, of the competition, anything on this list you cannot take, right? So, you know, people take other drugs, whatever they might be, to, you know, improve their performance and their outcomes. And again, they will pass the test. Therefore, they are natural and they can do that throughout the whole period of their contest prep. And then last but not least, there are always going to be, or there there are people who are actually lifetime natural, meaning that they've had zero performance enhancing drugs taken at all at any time in their life. And they are lifetime natural. Therefore, they will pass the drug test and uh, they are deemed natural. So everyone has their own opinion. And you know, sometimes I speak to people and they say, you know what, I used steroids 10 years ago or five years ago. And it didn't do much for me because I was doing it wrong. My diet was not great. My training was horrible or whatever. Now I want to compete as a natural bodybuilder. And, you know, I want to do it right. And I want to, you know, see how I can go. I can't tell that person that they're not allowed to do that because they are actually allowed to do that. Uh, You know, the rules are simply that you pass a drug test. And that is pretty much it, which is kind of crazy when it comes to, you know, where do, where do you draw the line and how do you compare yourself? Is it really a competition where you're comparing someone's, uh, you know, best drug-free, lifetime drug-free uh, potential, their best efforts in the gym, you know, their best nutrition, their, you know, their dedication and discipline to their diet, etc., etc.? Uh, or is it more a matter of who can display the best physique regardless of your history, who can display the best physique and pass a drug test at the same time? And that's what it really comes down to. So when you compete as a natural bodybuilder or you know a drug-tested powerlifter at the same time, you have to understand that there's many different camps when it comes to this. And uh, everyone has their own opinion of what is okay. Everyone has their own story. And you know people who you know did do performance-enhancing drugs many years ago and are now natural and choose not to take you know supplements or sorry 
PEDs again and they just want to compete with everyday people, you know, it's okay for them to do that. Like, you know, that's on them to decide to do that. Um, you can't really say, hey, I know that you used steroids or, you know, cutting agents or whatever it might be many years ago and now you're on a natural bodybuilding stage winning. Uh, this this happens a lot. Like, a lot of people know about this kind of thing. It happens quite often. Um, there's nothing you can really do about it. It is what it is. You can claim a hundred times that, you know, someone is enhanced, but if they continually pass a drug test, you cannot prove it and you cannot really, you know, go against that. So when it comes to these sports and, um, you know, comparing yourself to others, etc., etc., it really comes down to showing your best physique, trying to show your best physique, trying to show your best out uh, possible outcomes. And at the end of the day, everybody wants to win. Um, everybody wants to do their best and if you can start to focus on yourself and instead of comparing yourself to others just run your own race and look to achieve your best outcome based on your best efforts and you know for some people it's a matter of lifetime drug free and hey I'm one of those people and I wish everybody was like that however there would be a lot less competitors on the stage um, you just have to be understanding of it and kind of deal with it because you have no control of the situation and yes they of, they often say people often say everyone should get drug tested um people should get drug tested in the off season um and all things like that but all of that costs a lot of money and the more um strict they make these rules the less people will compete and with fewer competitors means fewer people in the audience a lot of people not getting paid anymore basically so it comes down to financial loss gain and loss and uh the matter of the sport if you call it that getting smaller and smaller or dying so i guess it's a pretty simple podcast today but it's just a matter of like understanding that natural is dependent on the person individual's opinion and as long as you pass the drug test you are essentially considered drug free and when it comes to like social media, Instagram and stuff, a lot of people are comparing themselves to others, wondering why they don't look as big or as strong or as lean or whatever it might be. And a lot of the time it's literally just Photoshop. That's the biggest difference. And, you know, editing photos to make you look bigger or leaner or whatever is super, super common. A lot of people on social media are trying to sell something and you would not see a model on a billboard looking natural. You're always going to see them Photoshop looking their best. That's how people gain attention. And, uh, you know, that's the whole point of advertising. So we have to keep that in mind and understand that a lot of the fittest, leanest people on social media looking to build their brand or sell a product or whatever it might be are not lifetime natural. They're not trying to be lifetime natural. They don't really care at all. They're just looking to show off their best or current physique and trying to motivate you to get in the gym, eat better, do whatever. You don't understand or know everything else that comes into play to get to that level of leanness or, or strength or whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, it's still motivating to a degree um, and it's an individual's decision. So a lot of people on social media showing their best physiques, etc., etc., who are using performance enhancing drugs are not trying to tell you that they're doing it natural. They just don't say much about it at all. But if you are looking to compete in drug-tested sports, understand that there is going to be a wide range of competitors uh, with different backgrounds, different history, 
and not everyone is going to be equal in regards to how long they've been training, uh, you know, their methods of training, their methods of dieting, and also whether they are drug-free uh, lifetime or the last five years or, you know, the last five months or last five days. It's something that we cannot control, and as long as you pass a drug test, you're considered natural. Now, for me, I'm going to stay lifetime natural. I have no intention on doing it any other way for myself, but at the same time, I'm happy with the uh, results of being, being able to achieve over the last 16 years or so, so I don't really feel like I'm someone who's needed to rely on something like that because one, I've got good genetics for the sport or the hobby or the endeavor, and two, I am consistently consistent towards achieving these goals around building muscle strength and uh, maintaining this lifestyle over a very, very long time. And that's what makes all the difference. Now, if you look into, I guess, spot someone who's like a fake natty, as they call it, uh, you know, trying to act like they're drug-free for life, but really they're not. I would say personally that if someone's growing in a contest prep phase, if they're looking to drop body fat, but they're actually putting on weight and putting on lean mass while they're dropping body fat, chances are they're not natural. Another one is if people have, if guys have gynecomastia or bitch tits, but they've got the soft tissue around their nipple, that is a very common um, side effect of certain anabolics. So, you know, that's another another one that you could obviously see. And I've seen it on, on competitors on stage many, many, many times. And it's, it's unattractive and it's unfortunate, but it's a general, uh, you know, side effect for some people who may do the wrong thing when it comes to taking PEDs or whatever, PEDs. Um, <clears throat> but in some circumstances, you can be drug-free and be, you know, have a higher body fat percentage most of your life, drop body fat and still have those bitch tits as we call it. So it's not super fair to say that across the board. Anyone that's got that is has taken something, but in most cases, they have. So that's my podcast today. It's a little bit different, but I feel like I wanted to get that out there, and uh, whether you choose to take performance-enhancing drugs or not is entirely up to you. I think that it's actually super, super, super common, and to the general public, I guess they are not aware of it, so it's probably good to speak on it because, um, you know, the very first time I entered a certain gym, I was offered steroids, literally, the very first day, which is kind of crazy, um, you know, and I was only like 19 years old, so... You know, it's very, very common. It's probably a big business for a lot of people, uh, you know, who, who look to sell those kind of things to people to get them the best results that they can, I guess, um, and make that money. Anyways, that's my podcast for today. Going to try to do a couple more uh, early in this year and then probably do some more frequently towards the end of the year and also speak on my contest prep journey as I go. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.